0: Coming up, the Canadian Agri Food Trade Alliance calls on federal politicians to highlight efforts to expand farm trade during the election campaign. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton, and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Increasing cloudiness. 40% chance of showers late this afternoon. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50. Temperature falling to plus 2 this afternoon. Tonight, rain changing to snow near midnight. The low minus 2. Wednesday, snow ending early in the morning. Then cloudy. Wind north 30. Temperature steady near zero. The low minus 7. Thursday, Sunny, the high plus 1, the low minus 9. Friday, sunny, the high plus 5, the low minus 8. Saturday, flurries or rain showers, the high plus 5, the low minus 4. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high near 7, the low minus 3. Monday, partly cloudy, and the high plus 7. Normal high is 13 for this date. the normal low minus 1. The sun rose at 7.09 this morning, it sets at 6.23 tonight. And around the province, we have the hot spot. Estevan is 18. The cold spot is Cypress Hills Park at minus four this morning and right now. Estevan is 18. Saskatoon zero. Swift Current minus one. Weyburn ten. Yorkton is seven. Regina cloudy and four. That's 39 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 21, gusting to 30. Humidity 80 percent. Thermometer rising 100.6. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 4 degrees. Winds are from the north-northwest at 30, gusting to 41. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 4. That's 39 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest. Sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. The Canadian Agri-Food Trade Alliance has written an open letter of disappointment to the six major leaders during the federal election campaign. Executive Director Claire Citeau says agri-food exporters and farmers are upset with the lack of serious discussion on expanding farm and food exports during the election campaign.
1: We are uh, entering the home stretch of the uh, the election. We're right in the middle of the the campaign. The, the vote will take place, um, I believe, in about two weeks from now. Uh, harvest was also... Uh, concluded for a large number of, of uh, farmers across the country and there is clearly a bit of a, a sense of disappointment by the lack of uh, serious discussion in the election about how canada intends to uh, secure its uh, economic success um, by continuing to grow exports perhaps in the past trade was never an issue in in the election but we've learned in recent years that it's something that would uh, that trade policy should not be uh, taken for for granted and the current environment um, when it comes to the protectionist uh, sentiment the number of misaligned regulations on a global level uh, trade disputes really continue to disrupt global chains global supply chains and undermine the multilateral uh, trading system which we uh, really depend and depend on all of that is also taking away a lot of the predictability that businesses need so really uh, what we're saying is that there needs to be much more emphasis on the importance of trade, and also party leaders uh, should really focus and on what Canadian agri-food exporters need to succeed. Um, one of our major markets, um, the United States, and it remains very important. Yet the CUSMA still needs to be ratified.
0: Your open letter to the leaders talks about four key points to prosperity. Outline those for me.
1: So the first point is the importance of uh, preserving and enhancing access in key export markets. So of course, uh, we're talking here about the the NAFTA, the importance of the NAFTA, and the importance of ratifying the the agreement that will replace the NAFTA, which is the CASMA. And this is uh, primarily to ensure the stability of trade in North America. We also need to make sure that the CPTPP is fully and properly implemented, that the CETA agreement does work for Canadian agri-food exporters and does not end up as just one of those agreements sitting on, on shelves. Uh, we also need the whoever will form the new government to create new export opportunities for Canadian agri-food exporters. Starting to do that, I think perhaps we need to start to build on the CPTPP platform and invite countries such as South Korea, Thailand, Indonesia, perhaps other to join the CPTPP TPP platform, we also need to work with China on building mutually beneficial trading relationship and launching talks with the ASEAN uh, region. What's also very important, our third point, is the importance of the, the global trading system and the WTO. There needs to be efforts uh, made to reform and modernize the WTO so it continues to be an effective organization at the forefront of the global trading system. Uh, and we need to ensure that the rules that parties abide, that are agreed to, that parties abide by those uh, rules. There needs to be also work at the international level to make sure that regulatory measures don't impede trade. And and encourage greater harmonization and adherence to uh, international standards for agri-food trade.
0: Your open letter points to the future and how good it looks for farmers. Outline that for me.
1: Absolutely. Over the next 20 to 30 years, the demand for agri-food products will continue to grow. The FAO estimates that the agriculture demand will be 50% higher in 2050 than it was in 2030. So certainly, this presents an immense global growth opportunity for Canada as we're today the world's fifth largest agri-food exporter. But to successfully take advantage of what's ahead, the government and industry need to really work together to make sure that not only we're ready to meet the opportunities and risks head-on, but we work together on addressing the issues and making sure that we have competitive access to global markets and that there are rules that are based on science and that are adhered to by our major trading partners.
0: Claire Soteau is the Executive Director of the Canadian Agri-Food Trade Alliance. This portion of Saskatchewan agriculture today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered, tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel Decorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. The Farm Credit Canada drive-away hunger campaign gets underway tomorrow in Moose Jaw and Yorkton and continues in Regina on Thursday. The CEO of the Regina Food Bank, John Bailey, says the FCC food drive is important for all food banks, including the Regina Food Bank.
2: It's a national campaign, but, but here locally we're we're going to start collection tomorrow, but the big sort of push with the tractors out on the streets and all that kind of stuff will actually happen uh, on Thursday the 10th, And and what we will do is we'll head out and... And SEC has done an amazing job of partnering with, with local organizations to, to sort of do little mini food drives in support of the Regina Food Bank. And we'll, we'll, we'll be going around and, and doing a big collection effort tomorrow with, with a whole bunch of FCC staff. And then, and then after the collection day gets done, they actually uh, send a couple of big crews out the, in the following weeks and the following days to, to sort of help sort to make sure we can get everything out to, to people in our community.
0: So how big a food drive is it? They go around uh, with a little tractor and a cart and collect food, I understand.
2: Yeah, well, it's more—it's more than a than, than a little than, than a little food drive. It's actually a pretty big one. So, so we, we're not—we're we're hoping to to meet the same kind of levels we had last year. But, but for example, uh, in 2018, in Regina alone, they they sort of raised 387 thousand plus meals. Like, so over 387 thousand meals for, were collected, and then and then the, throughout the province of Saskatchewan, that number is actually uh, closer to to three quarters of a million. So, actually, 776 thousand meals were, were raised across Saskatchewan. So, it's a uh, it's one organization doing a ton of good for 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 the province and really helping out those in need, uh, especially around sort of a busy time for food banks. What is the goal this year? I think it would be sort of hit the same the same piece. So so they're looking for for hitting around because last year they hit about 9.5 million. They're hoping to get right around that same, same level. And like I said, in the, in the province here, I think for, for the city of Regina, if we can get, if we can get up around that, that 375,000, 400,000 meals, that would be an amazing, an amazing day for us.
0: When you say meals, what do you refer to? A dollar a meal or something like that?
2: Yeah, so so the way it works because it, because it's a sort of a mix of, of items. So if, if we sort of looked at cash donations, and they and they all raise funds internally and externally on be, on behalf of the food bank. So so when we look at it, so every dollar raised, we can because of our buying power and because of some of our, our efficiency here at the food bank, we can turn a dollar into uh, approximately five meals for, for, for people. So basically, one dollar can feed can feed a family of five for one meal. So that so that's that. And then there's also actual actual food pounds uh, raised, where Actually, a couple pounds of food is sort of equals to meal, so so we sort of look it out and we sort of build out that formula to sort of go across the board. That, that's what it looks like. So so without sort of knowing the the numbers for funds raised this year or, or, or last year specifically, I don't have that handy. It, it would be a combination of food and, and, and dollars raised that, that we sort of get out to either get the food right out to the, the people in the community or, or like I said, we, we go out and, and purchase what we need, which is for us actually really handy because it sort of helps us sort of manage inventory, and make sure we get exactly what we need when we need it uh, with those monetary donations. So...
0: How important is the FCC Drive-Away Hunger campaign to the food bank in Regina?
2: The FCC Drive-Away Hunger campaign is critically important for us. Uh, Every year we start to see uh, an increase in demand as we head into the fall and winter months, and and we sort of peak right around Christmas, and it sort of stays at the high level. So so when we sort of look at a summer uh, where we start to see our our shelves start to empty a little bit, and we start to really get a little bit nervous about making sure we have enough food to, to, to meet the demand that we see. Something like this comes around in early October, mid October and really helps us uh, get us over the hump into into the Christmas season and really and really helps make sure we can get food out. So with a year like this year where we're starting to see increase in, in demand start to go up in a little more in in September than we were expecting and combined with the fact that we had a, a, a busy summer, this is this comes at a critical time for us and it's really important for for making sure that we can we can fulfill our mission so the work that FCC does around it is, is incredibly important and very timely.
0: Bailey says the Regina Food Bank provides food to about 9,000 people a month or close to 100,000 people a year. Close to 300 people came for help at the Regina Food Bank every day last month. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall's Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Mossbank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose a dollar 70 at $419.66. Oats gained 29 cents at 181.70. Number one red spring wheat rose $1.66 dollar sixty-six at two seventeen seventy-nine. The rest were unchanged. Durham two hundred sixty dollars and six cents. Feed barley one forty-six forty-seven. Flax four eighty-five ninety-three. Yellow peas two hundred eighteen dollars fifty-four cents. Feed wheat one forty-seven seventy-nine. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is up three and three-quarter cents at five forty-two and a quarter cent a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. And the Canadian Canola Growers Association. Up to $1 million now available to farmers. Visit ccga.ca slash cashadvance for details.
3: This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October 8th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.80 to $0.88. D3 cows sold from $0.70 to $0.80. Good Butcher Bulls sold from $1.04 to $1.18. We had our first pre-sorted calf sale here on Monday to kick off the fall run. The market was strong. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.40 and sold up to $2.51. 450 to 500-pound steers averaged $2.31 and sold up to $2.51. 500 to 550-pound steers averaged $2.21 and sold up to $2.31. 550 to 600-pound steers averaged $2.12 and sold up to $2.26. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2.08 and sold up to $2.14. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $2.07 and sold up to $2.14. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $2.04 and sold up to $2.11. 800 to 900-pound steers averaged $1.82 and sold up to $2.05. Heifers were about $0.30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500-pound tan steers at $2.30 a pound, a group of 550-pound tan steers at $2.25 a pound, a group of 600-pound tan steers at $2.14 a pound, a group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.14 a pound, a group of 700-pound tan steers at $2.11 a pound, and a load of 780 pound exotic steers at $2.05 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too.
0: Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices.
4: Ham sold 7,600 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 121 to 146 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 6,900 head, selling in a range of 121 to 145 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is mixed, and four contract prices are trading sharply higher this morning. On Monday, the Canadian dollar is up six basis points, with the daily exchange at 1.3306. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.13 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are mixed, with the Iowa Southern Minnesota and Western Corn Belt regions up, while the national region is down. Normally at this time of year, prices start to recover from the autumn lows. Due to the seasonal demand that develops, even as slaughter levels and hog weights also recover. A cutout value coming off the lows is starting to support this idea. Slaughter levels are also up, indicating strong demand from processors. Lean Hog Futures reversed their course this morning, with the December contract trading limit up. Deferred contracts are currently trading at post-2014 highs, indicating that there is increased optimism further out, supporting the view of potentially more upside provided the USA and China can resolve trade issues increase the flow of pork to the region.
0: The outlook today, 40% chance of showers late this afternoon. Wind northwest 30 gusting to 50. Temperature falling to plus 2 this afternoon. Tonight, rain changing to snow near midnight, the low minus 2. Tomorrow, snow ending early in the morning, then cloudy. Wind north 30, temperature steady near zero. Tomorrow, the low minus 7. In Regina, cloudy and 4, that's 39 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.